As a business and leadership mentor, wife, and mom, I know that building a legacy business as a high-performing female entrepreneur can be overwhelming when you play many demanding roles in your life. But you know what? It doesn't have to be that way. You can be a powerful, high performer in your career, plus enjoy a fulfilling marriage and be a great mom all at the same time. Join me and my guests every week to get the inside scoop on what it really looks like to build a high growth business while living a life truly aligned with your family and personal values. Hey, what is up? It's Megan here. And I couldn't be more thrilled for the conversation that we're going to get to have today together. Today's episode is expand your capacity to lead and endure. So ultimately what we're going to talk about today is the power of vision. And before you say like, I know what vision is, Megan, I have a vision. This is not a novel idea you know, everybody teaches on this stuff, stick with me because I'm going to share a perspective that I am not seeing many folks share on the power of vision and how having a vision is the antidote to expanding your capacity to lead and endure. You know, there's something that perhaps you and I are both noticing in the world uh, with people in general. Obviously, this show is specifically for entrepreneurs who are leading a business and a life and marriage and all the other aspects of life in a way that it is built to last. So I'll I'll speak specifically to the entrepreneurial side of this. Something that I have noticed has become increasingly more prevalent in the entrepreneurial space over the last I'd say five years, really. I mean, it's not like I just started seeing it in the last five years. It's just continued in my, from my observation to elevate and increase. And that is this shock when something does not go the way that you would like it to go. And I'm going to share a lot of stories today. I'm going to give some examples right off the bat. Some of the things that I see regularly pretty much on a weekly basis. And and this is not, I'm not speaking about brand new people who have never owned a business or made a dollar or worked with any type of client or provided a service. I'm, I'm talking about entrepreneurs who are not new, entrepreneurs who have been working on growing their businesses for any number of years. And uh, they're not immune to being utterly shocked when things do not go the way they would have liked for them to go. And some of those things that occur naturally in anybody's business might be things like you have a month or even an entire season or perhaps even an entire year where you didn't make the amount of money that you would have liked to make. Maybe there's a down month. Maybe you didn't make any sales last month at all. Uh, I think I've heard that from four people in the last couple of weeks. I didn't make any sales last month. And then it's just this snowball of all the things that are going wrong and all the struggles and literally like the world has ended. Uh, It may be that a client sends you an email and wants a refund 
uh, for the program that they purchased. It could be that a client in, who's been in your program for any a length of time sends an email with whatever the reason is. I have seen everything under the sun over the last 10 years. And they politely or not politely tell you, inform you, they're no longer going to be in your program and therefore they're they're no longer going to honor the financial commitment that they made in the contract that they signed. You're going to have team members who leave unexpectedly. You are going to have team members who you let go of, who still have access to usernames and passwords to get into your accounts and delete things or move things around or destroy things. You are going to have launches into the same program, following the same methodology that you have for the last two years that all of a sudden do not bear fruit, that do not produce. You are going to have people say not nice things to you. You are going to have days and moments where technology completely fails you. I could keep going. I could keep going. And that's just an extremely short list. And that's only in the business category. So the truth of the matter is things are going to occur that you did not plan for, that you did not expect, that you failed to anticipate, that you would have preferred not happen. And what I'm witnessing and what I'm observing, and I'm also not suggesting that I am immune to any of this or that I have not had my own pity party for way too long when something that does not go the way that I wanted it to go. I have been down my own very dark rabbit holes more than one time. So I've totally been there. What I'm observing though is a very lengthy pity party, very lengthy pity party, just like day after day after day, week after week after week, month after month after month. I'm witnessing every single time something goes on that wasn't expected or doesn't feel good. It's like another round of of emotional upheaval over and over and over and over and over again. Like it was supposed to stop because you worked on your mindset. I'm seeing people then turning to their coach or their mentor. And I'm not seeing as much pointing the finger. I'm not really seeing that, although I'm sure that happens. But I'm seeing like, I just want you to tell me what to do. I just want you to tell me what to do and fix it. Uh, I don't want to have to think about how to to overcome this. I don't want to have to figure it out. I don't want to have to fill in the blank. And I'm just seeing a lot of unhealthy, you know, so if that's a dynamic that we're seeing, it's an unhealthy relationship with self and it's an unhealthy relationship with the service provider providing the service. So I'm seeing a lot of that. And I get often, often I get questions from entrepreneurs who will ask me, when they're going through a low point of any kind, or when they're going through a challenge, they're going through an obstacle or a setback. And they'll ask me, well, I know you've experienced a setback like this before. 
how, like when you don't reach a goal, let's say when you don't reach a financial goal, how do you, how do you deal with that? How do you handle that? It has not been easy for me to try to describe and explain how that does not completely turn my world upside down. So it's not that I just like ignore it. It's not that I am made of steel. And I always share with people, I never let a setback or a low point or an obstacle or a challenge take me out. I never let it take me out. I never quit. I never let it throw me off so badly that I'm just like done. I just like step out, take me out of the game, coach. I'm sitting on the sidelines. That's just never been my approach. I do not always get things right. That is for darn sure. Not everything works for me. I have things on a weekly basis that do not work in the way that I would have liked them to work. But if every single freaking time we let ourselves, again, have this long-term pity party every single time something doesn't go perfectly, or every single time we are working our way toward bringing a vision to life, bringing a project to full fruition, reaching a goal, reaching a particular result. It, if every single time we have this assumption that it is supposed to be easy, and if it's not easy, something has gone wrong, we are utterly setting ourselves up to be defeated over and over and over and over again. So it is so important. In fact, it is downright necessary that we have a vision for our life and our business so that we can be ready to endure the long-term journey. Life in and of itself, life is a long-term journey. We don't know how long it's going to be. We don't know when life is going, our physical lives are going to be complete. We don't, we don't know when that is going to happen. We do know it's a long-term journey. Being a parent is a long-term journey. Being a spouse is a long-term journey. Your health and fitness and well-being is a long-term journey. Your business is a long-term journey. It's all a long-term journey. But yet we're so surprised when things happen. We're still so surprised when things don't go our way. So here's an example. Most of us can relate to whether you've done this or not. You've, you know what a marathon is. You know, you know the distance of a marathon is 26.3 miles, I think, or 24.3. I don't know. 26.3, maybe. I didn't look it up before I said that. But we all know what a marathon is. And we probably know someone who's run a marathon. And here's the thing about marathon runners. A marathon runner has a vision prior to starting the race for the whole race, meaning that runner has visualized themselves running the entire race from the starting line all the way to the finish line. Now, the marathon runner does not know what unforeseen challenges may happen. They don't know if they're going to all of a sudden get cramps 
They don't know if they're all of a sudden going to have to use the bathroom in the middle of the race. And if so, where that's going to happen. They don't know if they're going to get overheated at some point. They don't know if they're going to feel sick at some point. They don't know if a poisonous snake is going to cross the road. They don't know if there, there are going to be distractions along the way or what those actual distractions will be. And at what point in the race, those distractions pop up. Yet they still have a vision of themselves racing all the way to the finish line. I'll give you a personal example. Uh, in my 20s, I was a high school business education teacher. And actually, let me, I'm going to hold off. I'm going to hold off on that, that story. I'm going to use that a little bit later to make another point. Let me come up with another story. So one of the things that I, I do in my business is run in-person retreats. And in our Rise to Legendary Mastermind program for established entrepreneurs, uh, we have three retreats. So part of their whole entire mastermind are three in-person retreats, and they're either three or four days. And I've run about 20 of these. And I remember my very first retreat back in 2018. It was February of 2018. I hosted it at in Charleston, South Carolina. And when we were done, we had gotten some food, brought it all back to the place where we were hosting the retreat. And one of the one of my clients looked at me and she goes, "What you know? How are you feeling about how the retreat went?" And I'm pretty sure the reason why I'm often asked that question is because I don't show like a heightened state of emotion at the end of it. And if you know me at all, I don't typically show super high or low states of emotion anyway. Um, and that's just kind of my personality. It doesn't mean I don't have emotions. I'm just not, I don't have super duper high emotional highs and lows. I know how to really regulate my emotions. And I looked at my clients and I said, well, everything went exactly the way I visualized it. And they didn't quite know what I meant by that. And I said, I'm not, I said, I was excited the first time I visualized this, I have visualized this and have had the vision for it. And I've seen it from start to finish at least a hundred times already. So for me, it was like the hundredth time I led this retreat and they still didn't quite really know what I meant by that. So, and I've run about 20 retreats in the last four and a half, five years. Every time I run an in-person retreat, I have a vision for it and I have a vision for it from start to finish. And typically how my process works is the seed for the vision is planted around three months out. And I just sit with that vision. I don't write about it. I don't get an agenda out. I don't start creating exercises or getting really granular in what we're going to cover. And typically my next phase is figuring out what the theme of that particular retreat is going to be. And once I have a theme, I start visualizing what the retreat is going to look like and how the retreat is going to feel. How am I? I'm, I'm visualizing myself interacting with clients. I'm visualizing myself facilitating. I'm visualizing my clients. I'm visualizing how everybody feels. I'm visualizing the intention. And then from there, once I see the vision for it, then I can get a bit more granular and start figuring out, okay, well, what exercises and activities and modalities and experiences 
am I going to incorporate into this so that the intention and the desired outcome is met? And that is all a vision. And every single time I have hosted any of my 20 retreats, they go exactly how the vision happens, right? Get to the finish line. Now, that being said, I do not know every single thing that's going to occur at that retreat. I don't know what types of conversations other people are going to bring up. I don't know what kind of challenges or questions clients are going to bring up. I don't know what may change with the weather one day. I don't know if our flights are going to get canceled before we have to board the plane. That happened at our last retreat. I hosted a retreat in Mexico in January of 2022. And my flight, along with two other people who were on my flight with me, heading to the retreat, our flights got canceled. I think it was about two days or a day and a half before our flight took off. And we didn't even know it. We got no notification. And one of the one of my clients noticed it when she went to check the status of the flight, informed me, and then we rebooked our flights. And it, it pushed back our arrival time by about six and a half hours of when we originally believed we were going to arrive. So things do not always go as we see them. Yet, having a vision for the entire retreat or experience, or if you're going to run a marathon, both empowers the process and enables you to anticipate what might be ahead. As leaders, we need to know. Well, we need to, not need to know, we need to ensure we have a sense of vision for all areas of our lives, all areas of our lives. The more that I have worked on this myself and the more I've worked with clients in the category of business, I have found that many, many entrepreneurs have a somewhat of a sense for their business, somewhat of a sense, not even like a full sense of their vision, but somewhat of a sense for their vision yet no vision or very little vision for every other area of life, including relationship with their spouse, relationship with their family, the way they're cultivating relationships, what that looks like, what that feels like, who that is with, their finances. This is a huge one. Most women entrepreneurs do not think beyond uh, how much money they want to make. And most of them have no clue why they're saying the number that they're saying. There's no vision for their finances, how they're managing their finances, how they're budgeting their finances, how they're investing their finances, none of it. No vision for their hobbies, no vision for their overall health and well-being, no vision for how they are strengthening their spiritual lives. Again, as leaders, we need to ensure we have a sense of vision for all areas of our lives. It's important that we keep a long-term perspective on all areas of life and business, not just a short-term one. When I see or when I have personally experienced being really been out of shape about something that didn't go the way I would have wanted it to go or the way I would have chosen it to go, 
I'm noticing that we tend to get exceptionally bent out of shape. And what I have come to realize is that when someone is very, very bent out of shape about something that occurred today, whether it was a client requested to leave the program or somebody just asked me for a refund or um, my launch didn't go the way I wanted it to go, I didn't get the number of people in it and I didn't make the money that I wanted to make. What I'm finding and observing is that that particular person, when they are presenting being so bent out of shape, it is largely due to they are approaching life and business with a short-term perspective, not a long-term perspective. When you have a long-term perspective and you keep a long-term perspective, there is a knowing you still have a long way to go. And knowing you still have a long way to go will help you keep going when you encounter momentary setbacks, failures, disappointments, disagreements, challenges, pain, grief, heartache, heartbreak. By having long term perspective, you'll know that those setbacks are not the end of the journey. They are part of your race, your race in life. Not meaning your race that you're trying to get to the finish line first, not a race in that you're you're competing with other people, not a race in that you're trying to beat others, but you and I are both running our own race in life, in every category of life. Imagine that if life, business, like all those categories I listed was one big marathon. We are each running one big marathon. And if you are constantly trying to run sprints, that is when you are going to be burned out and exhausted and experiencing excessively high and low emotional states over and over and over and over and over again. The truth is we were each born into a world where tribulation and trials will be part of it. Challenges will be part of life. Challenges will be part of every single step you take in your business growth journey. Challenges are going to be part of every season in your business. You may have seasons where there are fewer challenges than others, Yet, if you are growing in different categories of your life, if you are growing in your leadership, if you are growing in your business, if you are growing your programs, if you are growing in your marriage, in your relationship, you are going to experience challenges. Do not be surprised when you encounter the fiery trials of this life and of this business. Clients asking for refunds, clients backing out of financial commitments, despite the fact that they signed a contract, team members walking away, launches that underperform, seasons when nothing seems to be going right, flights being canceled, you getting sick, a spouse getting sick, a child getting sick, losing a pet, kids misbehaving at school, you didn't fill the event that you wanted to fill. You didn't account for all the expenses for your retreat, whatever it is. So many business owners don't finish their course 
because they're overwhelmed and shocked at the fact that there is pain and suffering, or there is a loss or grief, or things didn't work out the way we thought it would work out. There's this huge misconception that our journey should be pain-free, stress-free. It should just be easy. It should always be joyful. It should always be playful all the time. And if it's not, then we manifested it. There's nowhere in scripture that tells us life and business is supposed to be easy. In fact, it says we will have challenges, mountains to climb and valleys to go through. It is all part of the human experience. It's all part of growing and running a company. It doesn't need to take us out though. We can go through these seasons and be strengthened through these seasons and enabled and equipped and empowered for the next season. What if during those tough times, your capacity is being expanded? Vision isn't a guarantee against pitfalls or obstacles or hurdles. Here's what it does do. Having vision, long-term vision, equips us to handle whatever is going to come to us because life is going to keep happening no matter how much mindset work you do. I remember back when I was a high school teacher, this was a story I was getting ready to tell earlier. I saved it until the end. My principal asked me at the time to be the graduation project coordinator. At that time, it planted a seed in my heart, and I had a vision for how this graduation project could impact the lives of high school kids. Now, you may not know what the graduation project is. You may have not had to do one when you were a senior in high school. I didn't. At the time, I was working as a teacher at the high school I graduated from in the state of North Carolina, and the state of North Carolina decided, I believe this was circa 2007 or 2008, I believe it was 2008, that they were all of a sudden going to require that in order for a high school senior to graduate from high school, not only did they have to have all the other you know credentials in place and, and everything met to graduate, now they had to, on top of all that, create what was called a graduation project, which basically meant that they had to come up with a project idea they were going to be working on for an entire year, but it wasn't going to be a project they worked on by themselves. They had to find a mentor in the community who could help them with this particular project. They, you know, they could maybe their project was I'm going to learn how to build a table or, you know, like a wooden dining room table instead of chairs, or I'm going to learn how to make pottery. Or I'm going to learn how to, my, my project is going to be building a children's playground in the local park. It, it, you know, it could be anything like that. Not a science project, but I think you get the picture. And so they had to find someone in the community who had an expertise in that or could help them with that project. They had to send us, they had to actually spend a certain number of hours with that mentor. They also had to have a student advisor, a faculty student advisor. They had to build their project, complete the project, not just learn about it. Then they had to present the project one night 
at and be judged by community judges as well. Well, the state of North Carolina gave us about two pieces of paper with instructions on what this whole graduation project meant. And on these two pages of instruction, essentially, they just told us the requirements that I just told you. Now, imagine to get an entire senior class on board, an entire community on board to be mentors. And I was in a town with 2,000 people, mind you. To get an entire faculty on board, to now have multiple students they had to advise through this project they knew nothing about, nor were they getting paid more money to do it, nor were they being given extra time to do it. I also had to get all the parents on board who you can imagine were highly upset that their children now had to do one more project. But when I was asked to be the graduation project, I cast a vision. I cast a vision from start to finish. And I saw those high school seniors presenting those projects on their final day, their final night, judges in the room, parents dropping them off, dressed up, bringing in whatever they had built, created, or done, or led. And I believed in my soul that that was an experience that was going to far outweigh the experience they were having sitting in rows in a classroom, listening to a teacher tell them what to do. And despite all the anger and all the resentment that was directed towards me, because I just so happened to be called the graduation project coordinator, that is what got me through. I remember when I think back on that experience, I remember sitting in my classroom. I was staying at school in the building until 7, 7.30 at night, some nights, because after my entire work day of teaching students and then grading papers and coming up with lesson plans for the next day and cleaning up my room, I would sit down around 4.30 to start working on the graduation project. And I would spend an additional two to three hours every single day doing what I needed to do. And I remember at the time having conversations with myself about the battle I was fighting. I was getting calls from parents using cuss words at me as if I was the one who developed the graduation project, as if I was the one who made it a new requirement for their child. I was getting pushback from faculty members who would blatantly tell me they didn't want to do it and they didn't have time. I was getting the side eye from a lot of high school students because they certainly didn't want to do one more thing. They wanted to coast through their final year, but I still had the vision and that is what got me through. It was by far one of the most rewarding, incredible experiences for me. And at the time I didn't know it, but it was building my capacity to endure to hold space for people who were not always happy, to be able to work with a diverse group of people, a diverse population, to help train a faculty on how to be a faculty advisor, to help train the parents on how to be supportive with their child, to help train community mentors on how to be a community mentor. I even partnered with a local nonprofit that existed 
to um, train people in the community and pair them up with young people who were at risk uh, or who are in higher high risk households. That is why the nonprofit existed in the first place. And so I partnered with them to help me figure out who our highest risk students were at the school of not completing the project, which meant they would not graduate. They were probably already at risk for not graduating in the first place without the graduation project. And I helped them. I I got them to help me partner their mentors that they trained with our at-risk students. And that is who those students completed their projects. It was the most, one of the most rewarding experiences of my life and of my entire career. So it was a vision. It was a vision of the future that kept me going. I learned to be faithful and to keep showing up where I was as I believed that somewhere through that marathon journey, God would take me where he wanted me to go. You must be faithful where you are now. If you quit where you are now, if you are indifferent about where you are now, God will not be able to take you to the next step. I want to invite you to continue to be committed. You've got to have a long-term view if you're going to stay in the race. You've got to have a long-term view if you're going to stay in the race. If you love today's episode, I want to invite you to leave us a review. Tell me what you loved about this episode. And if you are a woman entrepreneur, you are established, you are a high achiever. And despite your level of growth up to this point, you are still feeling incredibly overworked, even though you may have team in place. I help guide women entrepreneurs just like you to become high performers in your business and in your life. I help you develop the leadership skills to lead your company, to lead yourself, to lead your team if you have one, and to lead your clients and programs at a very high level of excellency in a timely fashion, in a fashion that does not lead to burnout and exhaustion or unhappiness over and over and over again. In fact, quite the opposite. This is exactly why all of my services exist. This is exactly why I developed the Rise to Legendary Mastermind five years ago. If you are looking for what I just shared and you are on a growth trajectory and you are missing the structure you need both in your life and in your business, all areas of your life to be the leader and the woman and the business owner that you see yourself being. If you are looking for that and you are looking for the community aspect, then I invite you to reach out to me. You can reach out to me on Facebook or on Instagram, send me a private message. That's going to be the fastest, easiest. Or you can send me an email at info at structuredfreedom.com. And we can have a conversation and see if the Rise to Legendary Mastermind is a great fit for you. I'm also going to be hosting retreats for intimate groups of the same type of person I described. So if you are not looking for currently a long-term, year-long commitment or longer, most of my clients stay with me for years in the mastermind. 
if you are looking for a retreat experience that is geared towards transformation, we incorporate nature, we incorporate excursions, experiences, you get to witness true coaching, teaching, guiding, and facilitation. We will talk about life. We will also talk about business. We will have conversations that are challenging. We will be geared towards looking for solutions. Uh, We are going to be hosting multiple retreats the second half of this year in 2022. We are already starting to fill those spots and they're, they're going to be limited. It's only going to be limited to uh, you know, smaller intimate groups of less than 10 people or, and, or if you are looking for more of a, a individual one or two day immersive experience uh, with a guide, with a coach, with a mentor, again, we also offer those. So, or something even long-term that is private. We also offer that. So if you are looking for uh, what I just shared, reach out to me, Instagram me, Send me a Facebook message, Megan J. Huber on both of those, or send me an email at info at structuredfreedom.com. We do keep all of our groups very intimate so that there is a great deal of customization and personalization for you. So if you are a high achieving, strong female entrepreneur, and you are ready to transform into a high performing woman and entrepreneur. There's a huge difference between being a high achiever and overachiever. It often leads to burnout and exhaustion. I have been one most of my life. There's a very big difference in being an overachiever versus focusing on high performance and being a high performer. High performance takes into consideration a holistic approach to life, living, and your business. If you are looking for developing yourself as a leader of yourself and your life, of your organization, your business, of your clients and your services, and of any team members that you have currently or are going to grow in the future, that is exactly why we exist to equip you with those leadership skills. I would love to hear from you. I would love to have a conversation about how I can serve and guide you on your journey to reach your big vision. Thank you so much for tuning into the Built to Last show. If you're loving the show and have gotten any value out of it for your business and life, would you mind doing two things? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Our listener reviews helps us get more visibility and reach more people just like you. Help us make a difference for more entrepreneurs by helping them grow their businesses in a way that aligns with their life, family, and core values. Thank you so much for being part of our community and tuning into the show each week.